And welcome back to the company of one. This is Del Callahan, your host. Today we're talking about how to use your curiosity on your job to market yourself. Using your curiosity to market yourself. So this is a question that comes up a lot about marketing is how do I stand out? And we've been talking about the last couple of weeks in the Company of One podcast. From probably episode number 174, we started talking about the Company of One model, and then we've been talking about operations and the marketing side. But on on the last couple of weeks, we've been talking specifically about marketing and how do you market yourself? And uh, so this is continuation. Last week, we were talking about using LinkedIn to market yourself inside and outside of the company that you work for. In other words, finding new possibilities. And I'll have the links to all the show notes uh, inside this show notes at delcallahan.com slash 183. This is episode number 183 of the Company One podcast. And then the show notes will have links to all those Company of One where we've been just really taking apart the Company of One model and kind of explaining what's going on. Um, But, you know, and the principle here is how do we help you make more money? So I'm on the phone with a client today and we're talking about uh, his opportunities to make more money. And I spend a lot of time talking about what's called the $30,000 challenge because the $30,000 challenge, the graduate degree I run is $30,000. And what we tell people is when you come here and you spend $30,000, your goal probably is to make more money. So we make it easy and we say, what we want you to do is earn $30,000 a year more every year. So if you know how to do a return on investment financial calculation, that's a great return on investment. I spend $30,000 and every year thereafter I'm making $30,000 or more plus because I spent the $30,000. Right? That's why we spend money, we invest money. That's what education is about. And we're talking today with one of these clients and talking about the fact that he's trying to figure out the $30,000 challenge. He's trying to figure out what does he do to make more, more money. And curiosity came up. And so uh, it kind of took me off the game of what we were planning to do and some other things. I thought, well, it's curiosity is a powerful tool to brand yourself. And I see it happen so often, and we talk about it a lot, but I don't, I don't ever really stop and address the curiosity subject. So we're going to do that today here in the Company of One podcast. But first and foremost, I just am asking you for podcast reviews. I'm going to say this right up front because I know how some of us listen to podcasts, that they might go away or we're listening when we're running. I would say we're listening when we're driving to work, but less and less people are doing that. So the podcast world has kind of been interesting as you look at the stats, uh, that people are engaging with podcasts and videos differently. But... Hey, look, I'm trying to get podcast reviews because that helps other podcasters or other podcast listeners know what to listen to, and it helps them see what's going on out there. So there's a link in the show notes, uh, dalecallahan.com slash 183 of how to do a podcast review. But hey, if you're listening to this on your iPhone, it's really easy on the iPhone how to do that, and the link is in there. Uh, and just you know, a, a quick review. It doesn't take but a few minutes, and it's actually easier 
on the iPhone or the Android phone in the apps to uh, to actually leave a podcast review. It is for me anyway. I can do it on the online, but it seems like there's a couple of clumsy steps to do. So let's talk about curiosity. Is curiosity is this thing that we have when we when we are trying to figure something out, right? Or we're just we see a shiny object and we think I want to check that out. But I've noticed it's a great way to market yourself. So let me explain what I mean by using curiosity. The typical person at work, let's say the typical engineer in in this case who I'm talking to today, but the typical person at work basically is a heads down person. They show up, they do their job, uh, they pretty much leave everybody else alone, and they don't, you know, if, if they're a part of a process, you know, think about it, inbox, inbox and outbox. We don't question too much where the data comes from or where the data is going to. I do my job, and the next person, they do their job. So it's kind of like being on an assembly line, right? I see this widget come up on the assembly line. I put my part on, put the bolts in, and it goes on down the assembly line. How that happens, I don't care. And how it comes to me, I don't really care uh, because we don't really pay attention. And a lot of us, that's how we do our job. Stuff comes at us, stuff you leave and you provide service. We never pay attention. And a lot of the people that we are providing service to are not external customers, it's internal customers. It's other people, other departments, other teams. So one way that you can really be curious at work is by finding out what else goes on. I remember when I used to work for AT&T, um, big, giant beast of a company. And I found out that people inside the teams I was on didn't know what the team in the next floor was doing, even though we handed data back and forth all the time. And uh, so I became curious just to find out what things were going on. It's also part of my way of maintaining sanity in a job I didn't really like. But I started becoming curious and saying, I'm going to go down there and talk to them and find out what happens and how we interact with them. And then we would interact with people in other cities. And so sometimes I would go to the other cities and find out what was going on and how things operated. And, you know, it just my, it was fun, for one thing, because it was a diversion. And it uh, led to me understanding more about processes that was going on in this giant company. And we were just, all of us, we put all of us together, we're just a part of the big giant beast. And we found out that they had, we had real estate divisions. We had all these different kinds of things going on. But I was just trying to find out what was going on in my piece of the pie. But what happens when you do that is you get noticed by people. Other people are paying attention that you are paying attention. Other people like to talk about the job that they do. So do you. Whether you think your job is exciting or boring, you like to talk about it. So when I would go and talk to other people in other divisions and talk about the kind of stuff that was going on, other people found it intriguing because I was asking them to talk about themselves, right? This is the reverse interview model I talk about often. And, but doing this internally, being curious, meant that you get noticed by a lot of people. So I'm with a major university now, and in the major university we have all these people that 
Most of us don't know who the other people are. We don't know what's going on. But there are people inside, like on inside of my team, that are great. They go to these meetings and they're, they, they go find out how things work. The result is everybody knows them. And the result is because they're generally curious and they generally try to find out and they're not arguing about it, people like them. And that is a huge plus to marketing. Remember the number one thing about marketing, yeah, people need to like you. It's really hard to brand yourself if people can't stand you. Or if they can't stand you, you better be really, really good. So for the rest, for most of us, let's just be nice and that probably helps because being good is pretty tough, right? So just being curious, learning how things at work uh, it helps you brand yourself and get outside of your little bubble and because there's all these opportunities going on and inside the organization that you are in even if you're not in that large of an organization and you people talk and they know each other and your name starts to come up in conversations more and more that's a positive thing number two is finding people doing interesting things at work so this is a little bit of a stretch of the other one when you're just saying hey there's this shiny object going on inside this work so uh uh there's one company I know that they have they have a real estate division. It's a technology company. So a friend of mine was curious, what does the real estate division do? Well, the real estate division is stuck over an entirely another building. They don't they don't ever talk to the operations people at all. And so he just went over there and got involved and, and met somebody for lunch and said, I'm just trying to find out what the heck's going on in real estate. And because he got involved, he learned some things and they, they created some opportunities together between the real estate division and the operations division he was in. And uh, he became a conduit, right? But it, it gave him perspective of another thing going on inside the company. If you work for any size company, and I mean, it can be pretty small, there's a lot of moving parts. There's things that you don't know about, that you don't know how they work. And there's probably things that you don't know that they even exist. It's a great way to market yourself. I'm constantly telling clients that work for giant companies or mid-sized companies, and they don't like their job, and they're thinking about quitting their job to go do something else. I'm like, have you explored other things inside your company? Because probably what you like to do you can probably find an opportunity to use that skill inside your big giant company, and many times they do. So, being curious uh, by you know finding interesting things at work. Now, this this third one, some of you may counter, especially if you listen to me or you know me very well, because you know I don't really particularly like to go to meetings, and if I do go to meetings, I try to make them useful. But organizations have lots of meetings. Many of them are pointless and useless. Yes, I know. Uh, and generally speaking, I try to avoid pointless and useless meetings, which is, by definition, most meetings. Not because meetings are bad, but because meetings are terribly run because leadership is lousy. So, but sometimes you can go to meetings and you can find out what's going on. So some of my good people that network in terms of good friends of mine that do some networking, they just go to meetings all the time. They do it strategically though. They go to meetings where the right people are, right? They go to meetings where they can get seen and hobnob with the right people. 
They go to meetings where they feel like they need to make a connection with other people outside their department. So they're very strategic. You can call them conniving if you want, but they're very strategic about going to the right meetings and then having something important to say or do while they're there. Uh, and we can knock that all you want, but boy, does it work. These people are paid a lot of money. Uh, so showing up at meetings that you might could miss. Usually my default, if I can miss a meeting, is it's going to be missed. There'll be an empty chair there. Yeah, I'm not there. Uh, but there are times that I do show up in places just because it's a great opportunity to network. And listen, in the days that we're living in where there's COVID going on, it's harder and harder to network. I was just having a conversation with uh, somebody uh, about the opportunity for the hallway conversations and the coffee pot conversations and those things is, is kind of taken aback right now. And so what we're doing is more Zoom meetings and other type of meetings. So it's easier to show up on the good side to those meetings and you need to more because you don't have the other. You don't have the just bumping into people uh, in the hallway or that may be in a different department or something like that. So, But showing up at meetings will help you um, and being curious about what's going on and, and help you expand your network. Right, All of this that I'm talking about is about networking. Your curiosity to, should lead you to people with opportunities. So in this client call today, the, this one was a really great curious call. Uh, so this is uh, so this client in particular works for a, a company that does manufacturing uh, automation. So they go into these big giant manufacturing plants and they do automation to make all the machines run. And then after they make the machines run, they stay there as the automations engineer, keeping things running properly. And so. They're paid kind of this flat fee in this because the contract's already been written. So the engineer, you know, there's not a lot of opportunity for him to make more money. Um, and they work long hours. And so he's trying to figure out how does he make $30,000 more? And which means how do you add more value? We've had this conversation. If you haven't, we'll listen back to some of the episodes. How do you add more value? And so in the adding more value, he realized, so I, I asked him, I said, you're in the manufacturing plant. Your, your company has been paid to do a job. But while you are there, do you talk to other people and find out there's other broke things that need to be automated or need to be fixed? And he was like, oh yeah, all the time. There's just all kinds of things that are broke. And you just hear about it just in casual conversation because you're engaging with their teams of the customer. And so do you ever bring those back? I asked, do you bring those things back? And do you get curious and ask a lot of questions? He said, well, no. Why would he? And so let me tell you why he would. We call this business development. Business development is a fancy name for sales or, or sales and marketing, but it's called business development. When you identify a problem in a customer's place and you get curious about it and you bring that curiosity and that opportunity back to your company that can go back to the customer and say, hey, we understand you have this problem. We can fix it and write a proposal to fix it. You just brought in new business to your company. 
Do you think they would appreciate that? This is the conversation he and I were having, having today. I said, that takes you out of the engineering role and puts you in the sales and marketing role. Not really, but you are bringing new opportunities. And then he realized he's connecting and networking with people that work for other manufacturing plants. And because of his expertise, they're saying, hey, we got this problem. He says, and so now he's telling them, can I stop by? I'm just kind of curious to look at what you got. And he's now thinking about how he can identify new opportunities by being curious. All of your curiosity comes down to one thing. It's people. Because when you get curious, you have to ask how things work. And you're asking a person, unless it's a dog or a cat, but most dogs and cats don't really give information. They're great at keeping secrets. Usually you're talking to a person. And so when you talk to that person and you're asking them things, they like talking, they like sharing. They like sharing about the things they're doing. They like sharing about the problems that they are having and you are connecting. Look, marketing yourself is all about connecting with another person. Marketing isn't some big thing that you do that you're marketing to a big giant billboard or to a television commercial. Marketing is to people. In the end, that's the thing because people, that's what spends money. And what the, the point of marketing you is to help you find more opportunity and to find more opportunity to help you put more money in your pocket. That's why we do this, right? That's why we do sales. And every opportunity comes to you through people. Your entire curiosity package here, whether it's internal, trying to find out how things work, whether it's just uh, you know trying to find out how to do your job better so you get curious and asking questions, whether you just find shiny objects and want to go find out how they work, or you become curious about what your customers have got going on and you get out there and ask questions. And there's other ways to get curious. Getting curious, taking in information, helps you identify opportunities, and it helps you get noticed as the person that is interested and can get things done. So as we go into, as we're going through this summer, and many of us are struggling in this COVID time as when this is being recorded, you know, this is a great time to find out how to brand yourself, how to market yourself. Curiosity is it. Because there's a whole lot of people out there that are sick of Zoom meetings but would just really like somebody to talk to that actually is just asking questions about them and not just another boring meeting. So this is Curiosity at Work. And I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to just leave it there tonight because uh, or today or whenever you're listening to this. And uh, for those of you that are uh, joining us for the first time, uh, this is the Company of One podcast. Appreciate you listening, and we are looking for podcast reviews. As I said in the beginning, the show notes to this is adelcallahan.com slash 180. I think I told you wrong. It is 183. So you all have a great one, and we'll talk to you later.